Hello, and welcome back to the Innovators Podcast. Today is another episode in our Size Starter series, and our guest is Kendra Boone. Kendra is going to be a sophomore at Iowa State and has created the company Stigma. Stigma sells homemade health and beauty products that you can find in the Student Innovation Center's Innovate 1858 store. The company puts a focus on mental health by donating a percentage of its profits to mental health organizations. In this episode, we talk about Kendra's experience in Size Starters, her goal of becoming a serial entrepreneur, and the creation of Stigma. Kendra and I had a great conversation, and we hope that you enjoy. Hi, and welcome back to the Innovators Podcast. Today, we're joined by Kendra Boone. She's a SciStarter student who is starting the company Stigma. So, Kendra, why don't you introduce yourself and talk a little bit about what your business is? Yeah, so my name's Kendra Boone. Um, I'm going to be a sophomore this fall at Iowa State. I'm majoring in entrepreneurship and marketing. My business is called Stigma, and Stigma is a skincare brand with the mission to help connect young adults and college students to mental health resources through awareness and philanthropy. That is so cool. So Kendra, you're a SciStarter student. Can you talk a little bit about your experience this summer with SciStarters? Yeah. So maybe like for those who don't know, SciStarters is a business accelerator program here at Iowa State and it's supporting student entrepreneurs and recent grads. And so my experience so far, it's been very like rewarding overall, but I guess kind of to walk you all through like, so previously before um, my business called Stigma, I had this like side hustle called Skin by Kin where I was making like body butters and sugar scrubs and that had a lot of traction and a lot of support from family and friends, but I knew that like I wanted to have an impact with business and so that's where I kind of switched and pivoted over to Stigma where the mission behind it is to help bring awareness to mental health. And so I came into size starters and I was like, okay, well now I'm on stigma. What can I do to combine like my previous experience with Kim by Kim but add on to this mission base? So the first week of size stars we made these smart goals and my first smart goal was to find an organization that I could like partner with or donate to that is supporting mental health initiatives and so mm-hmm. I'm proud to say that my first organization I'm working with locally is NAMI of Central Iowa. Okay. And another one of my SMART goals was to, like, set up everything legally for my business and have a website so that people can purchase online. And so they helped me through that whole process, like filing LLC, getting all of the documents. Yeah. Legal documents, having your business registered, um, setting up a website. I think the first week we were challenged to make landing pages and that was kind of like, it was challenging, but it was really exciting because we literally spent a day, like we started with nothing, just all of our ideas of our landing page, like what, what do you want your first interaction to be with a customer when they come to this landing page? Because you know, like a lot of us, we haven't launched yet. So this landing page is like the first interaction people are having with your brand. Right. You want them to have a good experience. And so we were challenged like, okay, by tomorrow, we're going to share our landing pages. <laughs> and we literally worked on it for like two hours. And so I remember like, I was like, dang, like I really want this landing page to look good. So I spent all night like working on it to make it look perfect. And I was really proud of the outcome. But my like landing page now looks way different than that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's really cool. I, I think size is so cool because it offers like 
you to learn all these different skills that you would like would have never yeah. learned elsewhere. Had you ever worked with technology building a website or anything like that before with your other business? Um, yeah, so before I used like Shopify. I'm not sure if you're familiar. That's like an e-commerce platform, but that's very much you just kind of drag and drop okay. sort of thing, yeah. which similar to what we did here in SciStars, we were using like Wix. So I had, I did have experience. However, when I was first, like first making a website, it was just, I just kind of like put my products out there. Really, there was no like, I guess there wasn't as much thought into the first website as like when I was here at SciStars, we were like brainstorming. What do you want your call to action to be when people are on your website so that they can subscribe to your email list and you can capture that first audience that's interacting with your brand? Yeah, I've heard um, from talking to other SciStarter students that like talking about branding is so important within SciStarters where like that's not something that you would have put a ton of thought into before because you're you're trying to create this business. Right. SciStarters is like, no, no, no. You have to check out this branding and you have to make sure that everything is in tip top shape, basically. Yeah, because branding is what differentiates you from your competition and makes your business special. Because like for me, for instance, there's like millions of skincare and body care brands out there. But what makes my brand different, my brand different is that we are supporting mental health awareness which i do not see a lot in this like skincare beauty industry how did you kind of settle on mental health as the platform that you wanted to run on yeah so i decided on so yeah like i said i knew like i wanted to take my business a little bit further and have like a mission and social cause behind it and I came across like mental health because personally I have struggled with my mental health and I felt when I was going through my mental health challenges, I felt like alone and just like I felt no one could understand. Like sometimes I kind of felt like I didn't understand what was going on with me, but like I felt no one else could understand. And so I was like it was like a scary time like I didn't really know what to do I just kind of left in my own thoughts and feelings and like eventually I came to a point where I was like I'm tired of feeling like this um I definitely think I should seek help but I was so like scared to just go and even seek help because like I didn't want anyone to see that and think oh like there's something wrong with her you know what I mean yeah nobody wants to talk about mental health right like if you're struggling nobody wants to say that they're struggling everybody wants to look like they're in control of their own mental health right so I like finally did go and like receive hope it's like you step outside and like you take the sunglasses off like you can finally like see clearly and like the therapist like taught me different skills that I can use whenever I'm feeling these emotions to like process my emotions and realize that it's just a thought, but it doesn't have to like control your whole life, if yeah. that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah, so with my brain stigma, and so like why I was so afraid to like go seek help is because there's this like stigma around mental health that like oh, if you have to go see a therapist, then, like, there's really something wrong with you. And, like, you kind of feel, like, this pressure and, like, shame from others. Even though it might not be, like, verbally, people probably aren't verbally going to be like, oh, like, there's something wrong with you, you know? Just, like, 
me growing up with social media and Instagram, like, you know, everyone's mm-hmm. feed looks perfect and everyone's always smiling and happy. And so then if you're not smiling and happy all the time, you kind of feel like, oh, like, what's wrong with me? Like, what am I doing wrong with my life, you know? Yeah. But more and more, the stigma around, like, mental health is breaking and more and more people are saying, like, oh, well, I posted that picture, but in reality, I was in my bed, like, crying. Yeah. No, yeah, that's the tough thing about social media is, like, you you scroll and no one's going to post something that they're upset or, like, that they're having a bad day. Yeah. So the only thing that you see is the best parts of their lives. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, my gosh, I had this crappy day. And then you go onto Instagram and you see somebody that's on a vacation <laughs> to another country and you're like, oh, my gosh, I wish I was there. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely that's definitely a huge um, component to mental health, especially with our generation. Yeah. So with my brand, I just want to like open the conversation, let people know that like they're not alone and that there are others out there that want to help and they want to listen to your story because we all go through things and like you're never going to know what someone's going through unless they um, sit down to you and talk to you about it. But they need to know that you're willing to listen and that you care about them. And so that's what I'm trying to do with my brand stigma. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about your products specifically. Okay. So uh, what all products do you sell? Okay. So currently I produce and my first products are these like clay facial masks. So I have a matcha clay mask and a rose clay mask. And each of those only have like three ingredients and they're it's a dry clay mask. Um, single use it comes in a pouch and those are my first products that I launched with stigma however in the future um, I like to expand it to to like body butters and sugar scrubs and bath bombs and bath salts and soaps just trying to create this whole like self-care experience and I think eventually I would want to have like maybe sell like robes alongside with my products and just kind of create like a self-care box that people can like purchase yeah my first products right now are the um, facial clay masks that's super cool um it's kind of like kind of like bath and body works except for mental health associated yeah so what got you into those products specifically so this kind of goes back to like why I started Skin by Kin and like kind of got into this space as for business. Okay, so I like love Bath and Body Works and I love like all things like skincare and body care and stuff because it just makes me like feel good whenever I'm putting these products on. But I found out that like Bath and Body Works products are not like the cleanest and full of like chemicals that are like can be harmful to your body and I was like well there has to be another like way to make like body better like sugar stuff without all of these like chemicals and preservatives and so I just did a lot of research and I decided to just make it myself and then I started selling it to my family friends and everyone loved it and it was going really great and I was like well I could actually start start a business with this because I actually like I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur and like I want to be a serial entrepreneur so stigma is like one of my business ideas yeah but right now I'm just pursuing this but I was like well I want to be an entrepreneur and this is doing great so let's stick with this Yeah. yeah um 
So you said that you had a business prior to Stigma. Oh, yeah. It's like the little side hustle that pivoted to Stigma. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and did you start uh, in high school or did you start oh, this year? Um, it was over winter break of my freshman year. So about 10 months ago. Eight, ten months ago. Yeah. I did it over winter break because I had all this time. And I was like, well. That's really cool. So um, did you kind of know at all prior to winter break that you wanted to start it? Or like was um, it just kind of you were bored over break so you just started up a no, business? Yeah. So like I said, like I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Like entrepreneurship is my major, you know. So I'm always thinking of ideas. And so before like before winter break started, um, I had this like apparel idea that I wanted to do. I wanted to sell stickers at one point, like just bouncing off a bunch of different ideas. But then I was like, okay. So it's like winter break and I'm like, I have all these ideas in my head, but when am I gonna take one of these ideas and like actually put it down on paper and like get to work, you know? Yeah. You're not gonna know where this, like entrepreneurial journey can take you until you like start doing stuff. And so I decided to start making like the body and sugar scrubs and stuff. I researched how to make everything, like where to source the ingredients and packaging and everything. Um, but actually what's funny is that this only took me about like two weeks to like get everything together. Cause really? I was like spending all my time like on launching this little side hustle business thing so i'll be working on it like all day and i had this like calendar and like every day i would like write out what goals i had for the day and then so it's like a calendar but it has like a little side section where you can write out more in full so i would, like write everything out and like make sure that by the end of the night i had everything checked off and so I was able to launch that in about two weeks. That's sweet. Yeah. You definitely have that like innovator mindset then. Like that's so cool that you want to be an entrepreneur. And so you're just going to pursue it. You're just going to start and you're, you're not going to think about anything else. Yeah. <laughs> um, where did that, do you know like kind of where that drive came from or did you just always have it? Yeah. So actually I was have to say that this like entrepreneurial bug comes from my mom. Mm -hmm. So she, my mom, she works very hard. So I would like, growing up, I would like watch her go to work like every morning. And I'm like, oh, like I kind of realized like she would work a lot. And I was like, oh, I don't want my life to be like that. Like I don't want to be working up at the crack of dawn right. every day. I didn't want my life to be the same every day. So I was like, oh, like I want to, I don't want to do that when I'm older. You know, I don't want to go into like corporate America. Yeah. She was like, oh, well, you can start a business and work for yourself. And that was like, I was like in sixth grade when we had this talk. And like ever since then, I was like, well, I'm going to. People be like, what do you want to be when you're older? I was like, I want to be a CEO. That's all I That's do. That's so cool. <laughs> I was like, I want to be a CEO. And so after that talk, like my mom, she supported me. So she put me into, I remember my first business camp, I was in seventh grade. And so we went through the process of like, start with your idea and write out a business plan and who's your target market? What's that going to look like? And so just starting to start working on those concepts of like starting a business and entrepreneurship, I think that was very beneficial to me. Yeah. But yeah, I would have to say my mom, she definitely 
spark that that entrepreneur in me. That's sweet. So um, you're an entrepreneurship major. How, yeah. Has that helped you a lot with your business, or do, um, or is like SciStarters been the Kickstarter? Okay, so I would say SciStarters has definitely been the Kickstarter, just because I am only like I'm. I just finished my freshman year, so you know you have to get like those prereqs out the yeah. way. So I haven't. You haven't really gone into the entrepreneurship get, yeah. major yet. But from what I've seen, is that I'm going to be learning a ton through the entrepreneurship major. So I'm really excited, like moving forward to get into all those classes. Yeah, that's gonna be so cool. Um, what's like one big thing with size starters that you are really gonna take something out of it? Definitely, I would say networking and just not being afraid to ask for help. Um, I've met a ton of people th- just throughout this program and formed like relationships that I think I would not I would have been kind of like scared to like reach out to people and say, hey, like, would you mind meeting with me? I'm trying to start this business. This is a challenge I'm having. I think you would be able to help me in some way. And just like having just meetings and forming like um, genuine relationships with people. I think I would be scared before or I was scared. I don't even think I was scared (laughs) before to like reach out to people and ask for help. But in SciStars, they're like, you can like have a challenge let's say you're trying to find for example like you're trying to find somebody to design your website and they'll be like oh i know somebody um this is them we're gonna set you up so you can talk to them like i would never try to do that i just kind of like you just would have tried to do it on your own right like trying to do it on my own which i think a lot of like entrepreneurs can kind of relate to that you try to do everything on your own but you can only do so much so like I don't know if it's like a pride thing. I don't think it's a pride thing, but it's just like being able to see like, okay, this is not one of my strengths. So I need to find someone who can help me. Right. It's, it's so tough to kind of pass the torch when like right. you started this and you're like, no, 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 it's my company. I can do it. And then right. you're like, but this person knows how to design a website better or this person <laughs> knows how to market better. And, right. Um, yeah. Something I've learned about size starters is that it's so collaborative. Yes. And like you've kind of mentioned that, but that's, I think that's such a cool part where, and, and not just the business professionals, but the other size starter members are yeah. all like adding input. They're all giving ideas and stuff. That's sweet. Have any of your, um, ideas changed oh, through someone's yeah. input at all? Yes. I've like pivoted a lot through outside stars because I feel like we can all relate. We had this like one idea coming in, you know, mm-hmm. and then after the first week, we're all questioning, like, is this <laughs> the smartest thing to do? <laughs> so I would say for me, I thought at one point, and I think I'm going to do this in the future, but I was like, okay, subscription, like, um, that's a cool model to like look at for my business because I was trying to cultivate this community, mm-hmm. but knowing do from doing like customer discovery, I learned that um, there's a lot of, like, brand loyalty when it comes to, like, skincare and body care. And so me trying to start a subscription, like, right now when I'm just starting, I don't have a huge customer base. That's taking a lot of time. It wouldn't be the smartest decision for me right now because I know that it would be hard to capture um, customers that would want to subscribe to, like, a new brand, like, a new product. They can't trust it right away. Makes sense. 
And so that pivoted into, at one point, I was like, okay, maybe I find other, like, creators who make skincare and stuff, and I make a subscription, and I put their products in to, like, a box every month. And so it's still, like, a skincare brand is still supporting mental health, but then I'm also supporting, like, other entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. But then with that, I saw the challenge of... um, well, I would have to find, like, a new person each month, and that takes a lot of time just to make sure everything's okay. And if you say the box is going to come on the first, like, you have to make sure everything's lined up, like, months in ahead. So I was like, that's not going to be sustainable yeah. for me right now. Well, and especially if you're trying to start a bunch of businesses right. down the line, <laughs> you're not going to have time yeah, to do that. Yeah, so I just kind of had to – I think another thing that I've noticed from me personally as I started is I get this, like – shiny object like syndrome like everything sounds good and so i'm like oh i should try to do that it's like you see someone else um for example like social media marketing you'll see a brand and they're on tiktok they're on twitter they're on instagram they're on facebook they're like on every platform so then i'm like oh i need to be on tiktok instagram Mm -hmm. twitter facebook you know but like i think for me i need to continue to just focus on what is my goal with my brand and what's going to help me get to that not trying to look at what others are doing. Yeah. I'm I'm sure that's so tough to see what everyone else is doing and like you want to emulate it all because I mean everyone's got great ideas. Right. They just don't work with every business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, your your demo day is next week. Yep. How excited are you? So excited. <laughs> I think it's going to be great. I know it's a community event. And so I'm excited to see members from the Ames community come and support us, even though they've always been supporting us, even though we may not have seen their faces. I know that everyone has been supporting us so far. So I'm really excited um, just to meet people and share my business even further. Yeah, it's going to be very cool. I'm very excited to go. Um, so with Demo Day, uh, what are you, how are you preparing for it? Okay, so I have a presentation, and so I created that, and I'm just going to practice, 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 mm-hmm. um, just so that I can have a clear delivery for Demo Day of what, who I am and what stigma is and yeah. how they can support. That's sweet. Yeah. Um, so this is the Innovators Podcast, um, and how would you describe innovation? I describe innovation as being like fearless in the sense that you see maybe maybe you see like a challenge, you see a problem or a gap and no one stepped up to the plate yet to fix that problem, challenge or gap and so you took it upon yourself to do it. Yeah. And you you weren't sure how it was going to turn out, but you just did it and what I've seen is that a lot of people who just took that chance and took that leap of faith have been successful. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the biggest mistake in business is not trying something. Right. Because, like, I mean, yeah, the the wrong move is to just not try. Mm-hmm. I feel like if, if you give it a try and it doesn't work out, then at least you know it doesn't work yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. So where's your – where are you looking to go forward with stigma? Like, where do you see yourself a year from now? A year from now. So – well, some exciting news with Stigma is that 
we have a store on campus called the Innovate 1858 store, and I just received a purchase order from them to sell my products. And so I could see stigma expanding more into retail because I do also sell on my website, like direct to consumer, but I could see retail being big for my business. And like, that was such an exciting um, achievement because How cool is it that I'll be able to walk into a store and like see my product? That's so being sweet. Sold. Like I would have never thought. <laughs> I would just bring all of my friends there all the time, be like, "Hey, yeah. buy my product." <laughs> no, yeah, the Innovate eighteen fifty eight store is great. They support um, all like student entrepreneurs at Iowa State, mm-hmm. so I'm really happy. And that's in the Innovation Center, correct? Yes, on that, campus. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would show that off so much. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and then in a year, so I am I'm about to start a podcast for Stigma and I'm Sweet. gonna call it Beneath the Skin. And so I'm kind of starting to brainstorm what do I want that to look like and starting to think of guests that I would want to have on my show. And so I guess in a year from now, uh, I'm gonna give myself a goal of like twelve episodes. And just continuing to grow my brand and keep working. Yeah. Working hard in a month, a year from now. I want to be able to look back and say, like, I made the right choice. Right. And, like, I'm glad that, like, I didn't, like, give up on this. Yeah, I think it's a very cool idea. Do you think uh, when the school year starts, you're going to slow down at all? Or do you think you're just going to increase your workload? I wouldn't say slow down, just be more focused on like my time management and learning to, since I will be like a full-time student, um, like my academics is very important to me. So I'm going to make sure that I'm going to kind of like put that first, but also put my business first too, but just make sure that my, my grades aren't slipping or anything, but time management for sure. So if I have to say no to some things, then that's okay. But if sometimes I need to take a break from business and go have fun, that's okay too. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're kind of running it all on your own right now. Yeah. Do you think that you're going to be adding anyone on at some point? Yeah. So currently I have a, I'm looking for a social media communications coordinator um, to assist me just in coordinating like guests for the podcast and posting on social media about stigma just helping me because i feel like i can like i can do it myself but having someone there to like bounce ideas off of would help me a ton because i don't have a co-founder like it's just me right (laughs) yeah and yeah having somebody to just bounce ideas off of is so important Mm -hmm. like that's a big thing um with us interns at the research park is like whenever we're working on something we're talking to each other we're making sure like is this look good or like should i move forward with this right so yeah stigma it sounds like just a very cool company um and i think that you've got like such a great head about it with the mental health and everything how are you promoting Primarily through Instagram. Um, I have a website, word of mouth. So I've been getting into the Ames community. I was at the Ames BLM event this past, on Juneteenth, and I got to meet with a lot of community members in Ames, and that was a lot of fun, just being able to interact with people. So word of mouth. And then 
with my podcast that I'm planning on doing, I think that would be a great way to promote my brand as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, do you want to maybe plug those handles so that yeah, our listeners so, can find you? Okay. Yes. So our website is www.stigmaskin.com. And stigma, it's like S-T-G-M-A. And then our Instagram is stigmaskin, at stigmaskin. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kendra. This has been a great talk. And I look forward to seeing what stigma does. Thank you.